Hi, I'm Isla Ruby, and welcome to another episode of The Cosmic Cafe, the companion interview podcast to thecosmiccircus.com. We have a very fun episode for you today. We're talking with the folks behind Apple TV Plus's kids' animated show, Curses. It's an awesome show where a family who has been cursed and the dad turned into stone try to right the wrongs of their family's past to break the curse. There are jump scares, ancient artifacts, and so much more. I had the chance to speak with Jim Cooper, Jeff Dixon, and Leo Riley all about the show. So I hope you enjoy. Well, it, it's lovely to meet you all. I'm, I'm Isla Ruby. Um, okay, so first, I have a daughter that's seven, and this show is like right, right in her space. So it's really cute. I love it. So thank you for that. Thank you um, for just making a really cool show for kids. Um, oh. Thank you for saying I, that. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I loved it. She loves it too. Um, she's downstairs. Hopefully won't crash this, but yeah, I have a lot of <laughs> questions. Um, so I'm, I'm really curious about, so Jeff and Jim, about your partnership. I know, you know, it started on the playground is essentially that um, elementary school. Literally. Program. Yeah. Yes. For, for yeah. your kids. Um, can you talk about, so after you have this kernel of an idea, you know, from the playground, when do you know it's go time? How do you approach that? What was the kind of development process for the program like? When do you, after after you have your idea and figure out this is what you want? Well, you know what's funny is the first thing of the pro the first part of the process I think for us was to make sure that we could actually write together because we had never actually written as a team before, um, and we've always just had our own individual careers. So we actually the first go the first like. Hey, can we do this? We actually did a feature script together, which oh. was kind of our can we do this experiment. Yeah. And and it worked really well and it was a, it was a balance of horror and comedy and it was this four quadrant thing and we're like, "Hey, this can actually work." Um so that was kind of I think our very first test case just mm -hmm. to see. And then from there we actually started going, "Oh, this could actually work." what is something that we would really, you know, so that was, I think, you know, that we, we don't really discuss even that much because it was like, you don't think about it. You always just think curses, 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 but there was this test case that mm -hmm. kind of made sure we could write together. And what we, what we discovered a lot of it was just, we have a lot of um, strengths. I don't want to say weaknesses, but things that either of us are just a little stronger at, whether it be, um, you know, structure or character or dialogue or whatever that we started to find that um, that person's strengths or that, you know, we would really start to find who would lean into that, who would lean into that. You know, I, I would write more, some of the more scary scenes. He would write a little bit more of the history uh, explanation scenes. So we would find that balance of, uh, through our writing as well. I, I don't know if that fully answered your question, but Coop, take off from that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in, in all honesty, a lot of it, uh, I, and, and I, I joke, I, this is completely true. A lot of it was talking through on hikes we would do together. I mean, you'd literally like hike and you got to talk about something if you're walking <laughs> five miles, you, you know what I mean? And we would talk about different things and it's like, okay, kernel of an idea. Family is cursed. Okay, what do you do? And like like that. And it was interesting. Should it be live action? We talked about it live action for a while. And then someone's like, that you could never make that show because that would be too <laughs> expensive. And they're like, uh -huh. put it on the shelf for a while. Got the idea. What if we did it animated? So 
it's funny. It really evolved a lot over the years. Um, so th that in itself is kind of fascinating. Like it would almost like be a, like a long essay to explain, okay, we <laughs> thought about it this way and then this way. Um, what, what I do love though, is that where we've landed in a spot where we'll throw ideas out to each other all the time, whether it is, you know, story ideas or series ideas or episode ideas or whatever. And we'll, how about this? How about that? How about that? And there'll be a lot of like, maybe, maybe, but then there'll be that moment where it's like, that's it. That's it. Like we, we, we like, like that that's it moment. And so we know that we wait for the that's it moments because <laughs> if there's, if there's a lot of those, like maybe maybes, you just know subconsciously that's not the best one, but we do definitely have that well, moment. One of my favorite moments there is so Pandora is the name of Jeff's sister. Oh, and we're literally on a hike and he's talking about my sister Pandora. And I'm like, were your parents aware of, the story of Pandora when they named it. No, they weren't. I'm like, dude, that's a great character name. So it's kind of funny where like, I don't think he necessarily would have gone, let's name a character after my sister. But you're like going, dude, that no, that's it right there. Oh, that's awesome. Leo, how did you, um, how did you like connect with them and get onto the project? Well, cause you have a, a like a more of a, an animation background, right? An animation directing background. Correct. Yeah, I, I think I had was rolling off of a project uh, that was an action uh, project here at the studio at DreamWorks. And um, they I was brought in by development. You know, it's one of those things I think, you know, I'm trying to think about like the projects I've worked on. And it seems like every project that you, you know, you hope to work on is the project that you're maybe not currently working on. <laughs> right like stylistically i come off an action show and i was like yeah i could do work on another action show but i'd really like to do something different yep you know and so when they said oh we've got this gateway horror show that you know would you be interested in and i was like uh absolutely <laughs> so so i think that's how that came about really was was initially that i was doing some uh when they were early in development i development i was doing some storyboards and just helping out and kind of balance um you know bouncing around on projects and development and this one seemed to be the one that that just had legs and and just went so um yeah that's how i guess i got involved well and by the way it's interesting too because we the, some storyboards had been done before leo like jumped on board and when he came on board there were a couple moments where jeff and i were, were like whoa what's it like new revised things and it, it's like you knew the minute um like because leo understood the language mm -hmm. or there were shots and scenes that you're like going okay that that's it right there and it was very exciting because it was just something you're like that we could recognize instantly without he, leo even having to say anything it was like there in the drawings that's awesome um, that's kind of like a, a great um, way into, so, you know, one of the things that's appealing about the show, you guys have talked about gateway horror, you know, and, and, and scaring people. And it, um, it seems to be part of this larger philosophy that scares are good. And I would love for you guys to just talk about that and, you know, expand on that a little bit more because um, I think it's such a, a cool thing. You broke up just for a second. Oh, you said sorry. larger philosophy of it. That, that scares are, are essentially like mild scares are a good thing for kids because it helps them, you know, overcome their fears and kind of 
be brave and deal work through things, which I think you see a lot of in the show. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that was that was something that was just very personal, near and dear to me, um, just because that was kind of what I kind of went through as a kid myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think I think for me, it was just really about I tried to test myself a lot as a kid and and sometimes watching things I should not have been watching. But, <laughs> um, you know, I still tried. But so this is like an, a way to do that. <laughs> that they should be watching. You know what I mean? It's it's like, it's, it's like, this is the one, the safe way of doing, accomplishing the exact same thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we've talked about how the show definitely means something a little different to every person, whether it is, mm-hmm. you know, a theme here or a, a moral there or, a, you know, different aspects. Um, and so I know that both Leo and Coop probably have, this is what that's most important to me here. This is what that's most important to me here. For me, honestly, it's exactly what you're talking about. It's it's I really do believe in kind of building courage through a little bit of pushing yourself beyond some boundaries that maybe you wouldn't normally do. And so the characters try to do it in a few of the points. And, you know, we tried to do it with the show. Well, then I'll, I'll raise the question then to, to both Leo and 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 Jim or, or Coop, as you say. <laughs> um, can you talk about what, you know, what's the thing for you in the show that, that really sticks out, um, you know, along the lines of what Jeff said? Well, for me, it, it has been the idea of viewing things differently. Like, um, you know, it's funny. We're, we're talking about like the nature of a curse. Mm-hmm. The nature of a curse is someone or something was wronged. Mm-hmm. And to end the curse... How do you make it right? And I've always thought it was really fascinating. You really kind of have to get on the level of the thing or figure out the curse and go, what's truly at the heart of the matter? And the reason why the family is successful is because they view things differently Mm -hmm. than everyone else has in the past. You know what I mean? Rather than like the baboon head. Well, the, the sensible thing would be lock it up. And, you know, so it can't bite you or whatever. And they're like, well, no, what's, what's it after? What, what's the matter? And like solving that. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's kind of the fascinating thing. And, and that's kind of true really for any decent story. You're like, what, what am I not seeing here? Mm-hmm. How can I look at things different? So that's what I'm always fascinated by. I think, um, uh, I'm trying to remember the original question. <laughs> But I, I wrote down a couple of things really quickly, just so I hope it's 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 it makes sense. I hope that it'll I'm, be good. <laughs> okay, but I think for 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 me, you know, working on the show, a lot of it has just been, you know, finding a balance, right, of being able, like, how far can we push it without being too scary, without you know, and being thoughtful about our approach to the storytelling, um, you know pushing the scares and yet then yeah just trying to be clever about like how you offset that with either you know color palette or levity or you know just again just finding ways to to yeah sorry i just totally lost my train no, that's totally fine yeah but then also like think i think also you know having chances to pay homage to the things that really in, inspired me and and that i i love about the genre and and yet doing it in a way that's accessible without being like again too too in the realm of what jeff was talking about the stuff that you weren't supposed to see you know this <laughs> is 
just as the beginning of, of that. So, yeah. Okay, cool. And I know we're, we're running close on time, but I, I, I really wanted to ask about this. So Stanley and Larry, a lot of comic relief, obviously, since, and they're kind of like emissaries for the, the family through the world since, you know, dad is cursed. Um, one, are they named after anyone special? Because I had some, I, I don't know, I was just wondering if it was an Easter egg. And two, can you talk about the approach to those characters and, you know, how you saw them and what, what they brought to the world? Um, well, I will say this. I'll, I, I will let care. I will let uh, 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 Coop take the uh, the part that I know he wants to say. But um, the, the the one Not 100% thing sure I know <laughs> the one thing I will say about Stanley and Larry is um, a lot of people have asked us, "Oh, did you base them on C three PO and R two D 2 And oh. the answer is no, <laughs> we okay. did not. Uh, but the one thing that we did kind of uh, base a little bit of them on is Coop and I, um, oh. because we actually uh, there are very, very, very exaggerated versions of essentially kind of the way uh, we react to things. I, I can sometimes be the Larry and he can sometimes be the Stanley. And so we definitely uh, used a little bit of that in there. Um, and as far as the names go, that's what I was going to say, Coop, I think. Well, it's funny, like, this is gonna, this is gonna, like, sound, like, totally nerdy, obscure, but, like, the Stanley, I think, I can't even exactly remember, but I always think, like, uh, Stanley and Livingston, the, uh, the, the Dr. Livingstone, I presume. Yeah. Um, and Wasn't that's he that like, there was a skull, right? With, with, with no, with Dr. Am I totally no. confusing the, the stories with Dr. Livingston? No, never mind. No, the, they were just explorers, but then there was also, like, um laurel and hardy we kind of like oh. pictured them being kind of like and then to be perfectly honest larry was originally called jerry just because we thought that was funny okay and legal's like we can't call him jerry and we're like why and they're like the, you know there might be there's like another skull out there named jerry and we're like seriously how about larry larry's fine and we're like Woo, larry it is and we have a friend named Larry, too. Yeah, we have a friend named Larry, so he loves it. <laughs> and so you're like, it's not named after you, but we were well aware. <laughs> now, I'm intrigued. What What is your thoughts? And maybe uh, we... I was totally wondering if it was Stan Stanley was named after Stanley Kubrick. I couldn't figure out oh, Larry no. at all. But that was <laughs> that was my thought. I'm like, okay, maybe there because there's some shining references in, in Curses. So... Bad you saw those. This is absolutely true. Um, I, I, yeah. Nope, no, it, no, I was just going to say I, the coop when you, when I said that what I thought you wanted to say was the Stanley and Livingston thing. So, I, yeah. You, and by the way, can I tell you? I, I mean, you know how like memory works? I think that's where we threw it out. I mean, literally sometimes, but like I can tell you, like Cornelius Vanderhoeven, that name came up because when we were on one of our hikes, we were talking about the grandpa. And I started saying Cornelius Vanderbilt and like midway through, I were like, well, it can't be Vanderbilt. So I'm like, Cornelius Vanderhoeven and Jeff laughed <laughs> and we're like, Vanderhoeven it is. So like that, that was like the extent of that where you're like, eh, it's kind of Cornelius Vanderbilt, but we oh. kind of want to make it sound a little funnier. And so it's funny. Like sometimes I genuinely don't remember. Although then like Horace, we're like, okay, if, it's panda. <laughs> okay. I will be fine now. Yeah. But now so, that you know, story so, you can't tell. Yeah. Well, no, oh, no it's me being verbose. 
Yeah, you just, he just, he'll go. So I'd say from, from an outside perspective, I think this exaggeration that you guys think that you're, you're exactly. experiencing, it's not quite as exaggerated as you think. <laughs> but by the way, so we also did like the scratch voices for them when like, you, you sometimes you just need scratch voices because yeah. you've changed the line and the actors haven't recorded yet. And so like, I'd be Stanley and Jeff would be Larry. By the way, worst experience ever to then have to be in the room when the real actor like has to fill in the thing and your voice is in there and you just, you're like, okay, well, you, uh, yeah, I suck. I'm not a good actor. You guys had amazing actors too, right? You had the voice of Freddy Krueger. You had uh, Spike from, from Buffy. You had your, your, like your main cast. How, how did they come on board? What was that like? Cause that like as a horror person, that's amazing. <laughs> It's a combination, honestly, of the amazing uh, uh, casting department of DreamWorks. Like they really would be like two things. Number one, who are some guys, who are some people you think? And we're like, can we get shoot for this guy? And they're like, shoot for this guy. So we would throw names and then they would compile lists that would have some of those names that we wanted. And then a whole bunch of names that we never thought of and be like, whoa, that was a stroke of genius. And so. Um, yeah, there's there's some names. I, I mean, I won't say which or which, whatever, but there's some names that like they were our first choice and we got, you know, and then there's some other ones where it's like, oh, my gosh, we would have never thought, but they are perfect. You know, yeah. so it was really we were really lucky that um, all of them took to the material really well. And they, they, every one of them is just everybody in our cast has just been absolutely incredible. And I'm glad the SAG strikes over so they can actually talk about the show. Yes. Yeah. Um, so my last and I'm getting the you know the message we have to be done in a moment so um is there anything you want folks to know about curses you know is there anything that you want to leave people with for for all of you honestly what i i this is going to sound so dumb and it's going to sound very like hey but just tell your friends about it <laughs> we just need to get the word out about the show we want everybody to see it we're so freaking proud of the show mm -hmm. and we just really want as many people as possible to see it and watch it yeah, and, and honestly, we made it for the whole family. Mm -hmm. Like our, our our intention is, kids watch it, the parents watch it. There's gonna be a lot of stuff, and I don't mean like, ooh, it's ribald humor or something like that. The adults will understand that the kids won't. I mean, like I think thematically and some of the thoughts and some of the background. I mean, mm -hmm. I think like is like I think a lot of adults will be like, oh wow, they're really dealing with some interesting issues here. Yeah. Uh, uh, Leo, you go back and I want to say one more thing. I don't want to interrupt. I don't know how to follow up that what you guys were just talking about. I guess I would just say that, you know, it, you know, please check out the show. It was, you know, put together by some really, you know, a group of really thoughtful, kind, talented people who just really, you know, tried to put everything they had up on screen. So, yeah. I completely agree with that. The, the only thing I will add at the end is, and it's been one of my absolute favorite things that's happened since the show came out is we've been getting photos um, from people uh, of their kids watching the show uh, from like six, seven, eight, nine years old. And what's so fun is some of them are hiding halfway behind a blanket. <laughs> some of them are kind of looking over here and they send these photos to us and everyone brings me so much joy because <laughs> They're having fun with it. It's not like they're they want they won't sleep at mm -hmm. night. They're like, okay, another one, another one. You know, like they ask for another episode. But it's those moments of actually like that experiencing that fear for, for kind of the first time. 
mm-hmm. know, because if you think about it, a lot of these kids have never really experienced this. So this is a new sensation to them. Seeing those photos are the greatest thing in the world. So that's what I would say is that like for parents out there with kids, watching your kids watch it is fabulous. I just realized the photo is sort of like the photo that you get and a roller coaster, like during the dive and everyone's like that, <laughs> like they sell it afterwards. You're like, yeah, that's it. You want to see more of those. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you all so much. I really appreciate the time. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Thank you for listening. You can find the companion article for this podcast, along with all the other news for those who like superheroes, science fiction, and fantasy films, TV shows, and other media at thecosmiccircus.com. Have a great day.